People, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show. It's so good to have everyone here. Big shout-outs to people in Luxembourg. If you guys don't know where it is, you need to look it up. Um, Let's see what we got here. Okay, she needs to go outside. Okay, alright, just making sure. Okay, so I just got a message. I had to hurry up and look at it. So... Shout out to everyone out there who's tuning in. I'm going to make this in written form and audio. I'm sorry, written form and video form just because I really want to hit this off. Now, I've always told you guys that our greatest motivation comes wrapped in sandpaper. What does that mean? Well, the things you think might uh, that you you might think that things are going well on your side or through your judgment or through your perception, but it's really not. And so I mean, there was a couple of people who came into, well, I wouldn't say who came into my life, but uh, a student and someone else who I uh, work for inadvertently uh, that, and she told me, she's like, you know, what you think might have been perfect probably wasn't good enough for them. And I was like, damn. So here I am for literally two weeks pondering what the hell is going on, you know, in terms of a job, because I thought this interview went perfect, but it was because my lack of judgment, perhaps the interview did not go perfect. As I thought it did. And this is probably the first time that I've actually ever failed at an interview. Um, I wouldn't say failed, but I succeeded. See, failure is always a success. Because because that interview went wrong, that doesn't necessarily mean a goddamn thing in terms of what I do and what I'm pursuing in my life, period. It could be basically, uh, what is it, a foreshadowing of what's about to happen. Uh, it could be a foray, it could be a lot of different things, but a lot of people, you have a tendency of giving up after one thing go, it doesn't go your way. So, of course, I applied for, uh, probably about four jobs sometime around, um, what was that? I applied for about four different jobs sometime around probably early December because I realized there was a woman that probably wasn't going to give me the job and she was just leading me on like a fool. Um, and I said, okay, whatever. So I decided to apply for four jobs that particular morning and I got a couple of replies. One of them, I was like, Hey, you know, since you're doing part-time, uh, I'm free these evenings. And of course they weren't having it. They were like, Hey, we're the job. We want the power as a lot of job perspectives do. And then, yeah, that one ended up going disappearing, but there was one that contacted me and he said, Oh, come in for an interview. And he was very adamant, very persistent with me coming in. It even told me there's a lot of work coming up in January, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then the interview, it went so well, we knocked it off. But then he went cold silent. I sent the email one week later, December 27th. <sighs> and he never responded. And so today was, okay, January 8th. Everyone is back up and running at this particular place. I know it. I believe it. And if I do not get the email today, this morning, it's finished. And of course, two days ago, one of my students was like, you already know the answer, Arsenio. And I said, what do you mean by that? He said, you know the answer. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, God damn it. What went wrong? It doesn't matter. I could go in whirlwind circles. It doesn't really matter. The thing is, I was very, very scared at that moment because I told myself, I said, if this job doesn't go well, I'm finished with Thailand. And so, I mean, push came to shove. And my student was right, which was so funny which is so funny because he used literally my own chemistry against me (sighs) and so there it was i ultimately ended up not getting this job that i thought i was going to get i am still very grateful for moving into bangkok because this is where i need to be probably for just the next two to three months um but it looks like 
I believe that my time here in Thailand is finished. I seriously believe that. Because I'm just trying to put everything together. And it's funny because back in November, I was just trying to get everything on paper in, what, in terms of what the universe was giving me. Said, okay, China. And I was like, man, China, I know they got issues with black folks out there. He said, okay, Honduras. I said, man, $400 a month is BS. And they said, okay, Costa Rica. Okay, over here, over there. Had a lot of opportunities. But then six projects came here to Bangkok. And I'm like, well, maybe I should just move into Bangkok and go from there. And so I did. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to move into my new condominium two days later after the interview, after getting this job. I thought I was getting this job. And then the job was no longer there, is no longer there. So, never give up. I mean, the thing is, don't let the small things get to you. I'm still not sure what I'm going to actually name this uh, particular podcast, but uh, don't sink is probably what I'm going to call it. Because a lot of us would say, well, because that didn't work, all hell is finished. I can't do anything else, and there's no one that's going to accept me. There's no one that's going to give me a job. I still remember Les Brown giving that speech. He was like, there was two guys. And you know what? One gave up after a week because there weren't any jobs out there. And one, the other one, he said, you know what? There's someone out there sometime. There's someone going to give me a job. Someone has to give me a job. And he just kept on searching. And of course, ultimately, he ended up finding a job. Now, to be honest with you, I do not believe I'm going to be looking for jobs any longer here in Thailand. I think my time here is finished, guys. I mean, if I actually ask myself, what market is there out here? What else am I trying to accomplish here? I mean, other than probably, you know, working for a university, which I really don't want to do, and, um, you know, working for companies, which would be great money, but what is the ultimate forecast and outlook of everything? There's no opportunity here. And I'm not going to say there's no oppor- opportunity just because of particular color or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just saying that... I think Asia's finished in terms of me. I think I've done everything here. I think everything and all signs and all arrows are pointing to the Central and South Americas. They really are. The Panama, the Nicaragua, the Costa Rica, the Chile, the Argentina. These places, for some reason, they're like, if you look at a map, okay, and you, of course you got, what, 71% of the ocean, and then you got, what, 29% of land. I feel that Thailand is a small little red dot, right? And that little red dot signifies or symbolizes opportunity. Japan, there's nothing there. China, there's nothing there. Even though they said, hey, please, come on down here. I'm sorry. No, thank you. Malaysia, no. Singapore, no. That's all systematic. Look at Indonesia. Opportunity, probably. Uh, But, again, there are some things there that I cannot do based on a 2,000-year-old tradition. So I can't do that either. Look at a couple other things in terms of, uh, let's say, you know, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, Mongolia. Cold as hell. But if I actually look to the left of Africa, southwest of Africa, there are significant red dots placed all around that continent you would call South America. I really believe that. And these big red dots... It indicates that there's opportunity there. 
And not just opportunity as a teacher, because again, I just got, you know, someone just said they need an analyst at their office. And I'm like, well, maybe that's something I could probably look into. This could be able, this is all about expanding the brand and of course still learning all the TOEIC, the IELTS, the this, the that. Of course, selling that on the website, that's all the entrepreneurial thing. And then of course, personal development, which is my thing. Also, doing that, speaking on TV shows, nothing, nothing about bitching, nothing about bragging, nothing about, you know, trying to talk about things that you have no control over, et cetera, et cetera, nothing like that. But I believe that there is no such thing as color out there, that there are remarkable individuals out there, as there are everywhere else, and it's time for me to get on with it. And this is a guy by the name of Randy Flagg. He's actually an African-American teacher, a little bit darker than me, obviously. Uh, well, not obviously, but he is just, of course, full African-American. And he has had hell in China. There's so many different things he has gone through in terms of racism, such as what I've been through here in Thailand. And now, it's funny because uh, three days ago, he just made a YouTube video in terms of leaving China. And he's thinking about where to go. And he's contemplated between Japan and Singapore. And I'm like, well, Japan, you're kind of going to get the same thing there. You know, they might hire, uh, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes over you, such as what they've said to me through email, too, just as Korea has, too. No offense to my wonderful Japanese and Koreans out there. Just saying, you know, there are some things that are shoved underneath the rug, uh, Singapore, systematic, but definitely the business sector of all Asia, extremely wealthy, uh, wonderful opportunity, best airport, best airlines, could be a little bit boring, but you do have a daughter, so these are the things you really have to consider, he was thinking about going back to America, I was like, there's nothing left in America, no offense to my Americans out there, but just saying, Ah. <sighs> Don't let the thing sink, you guys. When you think something, what I'm trying to say here is sometimes things aren't going to go your way. You know, I truly believed, and it was my ego, it was my pride that said, hey, you know what? I'm going to land this job, and there's no ifs, buts, or what's. Once I get in the doors, I'm going to win it. And I truly believed I was going to win it, but I didn't. And so life goes on. The world is not going to end. But you know what? My time in Thailand is ticking. And if this one perspective does call, uh, will email me back, hopefully sometime soon. I don't know what happened to her. But if they do email me back and I do have this interview, et cetera, et cetera, in this particular country, there it is. March, April, I'm out of here. Checked out flights already. Good 1,000 to 1,200. It's going to take like two days to get down there. But um, it's time. I just want to keep looking for opportunity. Money no longer matters. Of course, I'm going to need to pay for different things throughout the months and stuff like that. And that's why I'm pushing so many different projects at this moment. So, guys, never give up. Because it sinks, you could probably sink into another side. Just look at it that way from an esoteric standpoint. If you're sinking, you're dropping, of course, you know, you you lose your breath. You start, uh, what is it, uh, drowning, etc., etc. But the next thing you know, you go through some kind of little whirlpool and you come out the other side and life is on the other side. Let's just look at it from that way. Sounds like a goddamn Disney film, but I'm just saying. So, guys, with that being said, man, uh, this is another little short podcast. Of course, I'm going to be posting tonight. You got another pre-recorded podcast tomorrow morning. Uh, in terms of getting back into Darren Hardy. So stay tuned for that. And we got other things that are happening. So with that being said, people have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. As always, this is your host. Thanks for tuning back in to another pre-recorded podcast. Over and out. <laughs>